Hey Mystics, you're listening to What's the Brew with Lily Moon. This podcast is dedicated to sharing brew that uplifts the collective's ascension, discussing all things spirituality and pure magic. This podcast is sponsored by Mystic Moon Medicine. Mystic Moon Medicine is my labor of love to the world where I offer intuitive readings of astrology and tarot. I share ancestral tools for healing my tides through herbs, intentional movement, and spirit guidance. This week's brew includes a trip to the galactic hospital in the seventh dimension. Now, before I stir and pour out this brew, housekeeping first. I wanted to highlight exchange. My intention with this podcast, as you know, is to reach to as many beings as possible. And as a listener, you can help support this intention by liking episodes, following the podcast, sharing the podcast on social media with others, uh, including other mystics. You can also support by becoming a patron and joining the Mystic Moon tribe on Patreon. This is an abundance exchange, which allows you to receive exclusive offerings, including weekly personal readings, soul healing courses and discounts and much more. Now, all those details will be in the show notes for you. All right, let's begin, starting with our astro forecast for this week. We don't have a whole lot to talk about this week, actually, you guys, in terms of the astro forecast, but there is one really grand event happening, okay? And that is the dark supermoon in Virgo. Yes, you heard me, the dark supermoon in Virgo. So what does that mean? Well, first of all, a dark moon is basically the new moon. The moon is dark, and so we call the dark moon, as this is when the moon is in her maiden phase of the triple moon goddess phase that we recognize. Now, a supermoon is when the moon appears bigger and brighter because she is closer to Earth's orbit than she normally would be. Okay? And we can say this because the moon is sitting at the 25th degree of um of Virgo which is pretty pretty close. So with the super moon happening in Virgo this means the moon is going to be much closer to us and brighter yes however it is the new moon so we're not really going to see it. But just because you don't see it does not mean it's not effective. Right? This is going to be the biggest I don't want to say test but the biggest uh tower moment and test of 2020 happening. And so this is actually the first uh, supermoon um, of three that we have coming up, and they are all going to be dark moons. So the dark moon in Libra, the dark moon in Scorpio, those are all going to be supermoons as well. And then once the, those moons are done, we will finally be back into eclipse season with the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. But obviously, we will talk about that a little bit later. So starting with this dark supermoon in Virgo, it is happening on Jupiter's Day, which is the 17th of September at 7 a.m. That is Eastern Standard Time, and that is 11 o'clock Universal Time. And so, again, it is happening at the 25th degree of Virgo. Now, the moon will be in the 12th house. So the 12th house, as we know, is this is going to bring a lot of intense dreams and potentially nightmares um, because we are in the element of Mercury, which is our mind. And so with the 12th house being uh, Pisces energy, 
this definitely has to do with dreams and our subconscious. And sometimes it's a little dark. And so our darkest thoughts, which we try to escape, because again, that Pisces 12 health energy, it shows up as we slumber, as the universe reminds us, we cannot escape our reality, but we can create a new one and change the one that we actually have. So you might be having some struggles at this time that come up and really just feeling like, you know, you can escape them and, you know, keep stalling things. And then when you're going to sleep, you're going to have difficulty sleeping and potentially seeing visions and things that you don't want to see because you are not handling these things the way you need to. All hands on deck. Okay. Now the moon is also going to be making a trine with Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, which are all of course in Capricorn. And they're sitting in the fourth house at the time, which is cancer energy. And so what I am seeing with this is that we as a collective you know, are starting to feel really just tired. You know, we're saying to ourselves, I am tired of feeling fearful of the unknown. I am tired of feeling fearful of the future. I am taking back control of the situation by building up what I have. Okay, and this is really, really, really important for us to recognize. Again, this is the moon in Virgo. So we're having this beautiful earth trine taking place in all these different water uh, signs, uh, houses. And so with this cancer energy, this is about rebuilding a sacred space for yourself to ensure you can fully bloom in the way that you can. When a plant is put in the right soil and it's put in the right pot, you will be amazed at how much will will bloom. And for us right now, with this supermoon, we are being taught that we have all the seeds and soils to replenish our own abundance. We have all that we need. So what we'll be asking ourselves and what spirit wants us to ask ourselves with this position is, how do I feel about security? And what does security mean to me? And am I actually securing myself or am I searching for it in others and in experiences with others because I do not know how to create this within myself? How do you show up for yourself in this way of security? Are you, do you, do you have yourself really taken care of? Are you taking care of yourself really and truly thoroughly the way that you say that you would want to show up for other people? Our heart centers are extremely triggered right now and I'll talk about that in a little bit as I go through the rest of the aspects, but really, you know, pausing and asking these things about ourselves internally, because we are going through uh, a lot of retrograde still as well. So it's, this is all internal. As much as there's a lot of crap going on externally, it's all about the internal right now. And so when we have to step back and ask ourselves these questions, you know, how are we showing up for ourselves in these ways? How are you securing yourself? Are, do you have your bag secured? Do you have your bag secured or are you out here acting all willy-nilly, getting all up in people's business and not, you know, minding your own? And so you have no business to mind at all. Like what's going on? What's really going on? This is the things that we're going to be having to face. And with this fourth house placement um, and with Saturn there and, and Pluto, which are both extremely um, stubborn planets and, and positions in general, when we think about astrology, in the cancer house, we are really trying to avoid this idea of security for ourselves and facing our insecurities and, and rolling up our sleeves and, and, you know, dealing with them and handling them the way that they need to be handled, which is with care and, and, and a lot of patience and compassion. And so this can also bring us a lot of 
discussions as well with our parents, um, our mother figures, and those we consider, you know, divine feminine energy. So anyone that you consider the divine feminine energy archetype, these beings could be coming up into your space a lot at this time as well. These could be difficult uh, conversations, but I'm really seeing a lot of actual healing happening in these spaces. And this could also be um, the energy of the divine feminine within yourself as well, as all beings carry that. We all carry the duality. And so I'm also seeing that as well. I must admit, you guys, I do actually have um, Brew with me right now as I am doing this because there is a lot to say um, about these things. And so I might, I might uh, be sipping in between and y'all just gonna have to deal with it. Okay. I'm just letting you know from now. Now, with this aspect though, still, you know, there is also a lot of tending to these wounds um, that we were purposely created uh, early on in our childhood as well, because the moon is sitting in the 12th house. So if not in your early childhood, then potentially in your past life. And potentially now you're receiving revelations from memories that you don't even remember even ha having as your own. And you're like, where, why do I know all this information now? Why, what am I supposed to do with all this information? Where did it come from? And the truth is, that is um, ancestral messages sent from those dreams. And it's not really yours. It's actually one of your spirit guides. It's one of your ancestors. And they are trying to show you this because it is something that is a cycle that lives within you deep down. And they want you to know this so that it can be handled accordingly. Okay? Now, the moon is also sitting opposite to Neptune, which is in the sixth house in Pisces. And so with this degree and with this aspect, what I am seeing is that um, the collective, we are asking ourselves and telling ourselves, you know, um, I don't want to believe that I'm the one that created this mess. It's not my fault that people can't see the goodness that I am trying to do. And again, this is potentially empaths and, and those who are light workers and just those who are just loving beings in general who again are putting themselves in places that they really don't need to be put in and it's sad because I can see and feel that um, you want to help these people but no matter what you do you're not getting anywhere and you're still trying and so now that this is starting to fall onto your space and into your pool of abundance you don't want to take um, responsibility and now you're just kind of sitting here with this mess. And so here's the thing. Did they ask for your help or are you inviting yourself into situations not meant for you? How are you showing up and serving your ancestors? How are you showing up and, you know, serving your higher self? Because the way that you are pouring yourself into these beings and having this this thing explode on you you know it's it is your fault and it doesn't mean you're going to be punished for it it's not a bad thing but you have to take responsibility because otherwise how are you going to grow you gotta again this is the part where the ego death really needs to come through and needs to happen because this is not cute at all it's not cute at all it's not it's not it's not it's just not but again we have neptune retrograde which says it's about your internal reality and not the external one, because again, this is your subconscious. So instead of looking at um, how you were serving other people and, you know, not wanting to take responsibility there, okay, that's fine. But again, this is a mirror for you. So you need to look at yourself and see what you're doing and what you're not doing. Okay. And this is going to be another thing that's happening during this moon. Um, the moon is also square um, to the north node, which is actually sitting in the ninth house. 
as we know, the ninth house is ruled by Sagittarius, but the North Node is, um, uh, it's in Gemini. <laughs> so it's actually, it's complete opposite. So it's really, 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 really weird. Um, right now, everything is completely topsy-turvy. Everything is just flipped backwards, basically. And so with this aspect, I'm seeing that our emotional anger and frustration is rooted in our destiny and future. You know, we know that there's a path for us that shines so brightly, so, so, so brightly. However, it's changing so much because the wheel of fortune is constantly changing and it's changing so, so, so much. And it frustrates us now because we are feeling so, so overwhelmed by the blessings. Okay. And by this vision, because the vision is so huge and, you know, blessings, yes, blessings can be overwhelming blessings. You know, they can be overwhelming to receive, but sometimes we need to just take a step back to see the full illumination um, before creating drama and, you know, telling ourselves that we can't do it because that's not even true. It's just that it's a lot. So take a little peek of the vision, take a step back and digest it. You don't need to, you know, like try to swallow everything at once. That's not how this works. That is not how this works. It's not going to work that way. So instead of telling ourselves that we can't do it, you know, uh, instead of saying, I don't know what to do and saying, you know, I don't know where to start. You need to rewrite the story and tell yourself a different one. And it takes practice, but you really have to try. You really, 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 really have to try because otherwise you're just going to lose yourself. So instead of telling yourself these negative things, I want you to start telling yourselves, you know, I require more information and tools for this task. And so I am stepping back to allow them to pour in. And that's it. You can thank the universe. You can thank, the, thank your ancestors for allowing those tools to pour in for you to complete this task and just walk away. Because when it's time to complete it, the path won't be difficult. It's not supposed to be difficult. Not that difficult. <laughs> and I know you're feeling the pressure. A lot of us are feeling the pressure. But the truth is we're putting it on ourselves and in the wrong places. It's like you're trying to give someone, you know, uh, CPR and, and, and bring them back to life. But you just... You just, you're just pushing on the wrong pieces of the body and so nothing's happening. You're actually killing them. You're not, you're not doing, you're not doing yourself good by doing that. <laughs> so really rewrite the story and show up for your higher self. Okay. Show up for your spirit team, especially because the veil is closing and I will talk about that a little bit more later on, but there is so much that is coming you guys. And this is partially why I said I was closing my live readings. However, obviously if you want a live reading and you, you know, send me an email, I can work something out with you, but I'm not interested in having it wide open to the public right now. Um, in that way, just because of just what's going on. And there's so many other things that I have to focus on as well, just to kind of keep the energy um, brewing at a pace that is, you know, um, manageable because it is overwhelming. And again, it's me taking that step back um, because I honor what my spirit team tells me and I'm passing this knowledge on to you so that you can do the same if it resonates with you, that is. Okay. Now, 
I want to talk about Mercury's placement as well because this is the new moon in Virgo. And we all know that Virgo is ruled by Mercury. So Mercury, which is in Libra, is sitting in the first house during this new moon. And so while it's sitting in the first house, um, it's making a sextile to Venus, which is in Leo, in the 11th house. So this is a lot of heart chakra activation energy as we now have Venus in Leo, which rules the heart center. Okay, Leo rules the heart center. And then we have Mercury in Libra, which is Venusian energy. So this is a lot of heart center um, attraction going on, very active heart centers, okay? So we are allowing ourselves to be seen completely vulnerable, which is beautiful. It's, it's so good for healing and soul healing. Um, and it's also a little uncomfortable for us because, again, we have this Aquarius energy as Venus is sitting in the 11th house. Um, so it's a little bit uncomfortable because we're being so vulnerable, but it's also still healing. And so we are still trying and are driven to do so because we know by doing this, we are growing more as a divine being. And so this is, you know, where you're kind of just feeling really grateful and just really happy and really blissful around your community, around your circles. And you're really focusing on, you know, where you're putting your energy and focusing it back on your community so that you can really show up in the most authentic way and feel good about it. Not because your ego requires it, although yes, Venus and Leo, sure, there's a little bit of ego in there, but a healthy ego is important. It keeps you kind of, you know, driven along the way of the path when it gets tough. And as of right now, it is going to get a little tough. Now, I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm saying that to prepare you. So continue with your consistency, with your routines, with all your routines, with spirit, and allow them to flow and be fluid and change if they want. You don't need to have a complete grip on how the routine is, but as long as you are doing a routine for each thing of yourself, then that is perfectly great, and that is just all you need to do. (laughs) Um, But we really, really, really need to um, uh, remember that. And so what do your community circles say about you? Okay, how are you represented in these spaces? Many of us are feeling very happy and harmonious in these areas of our life, and we may be leading on our circles now, especially actually um, as our heart centers are beaming with light and emotion uh, to pour into others every action and movement that we are doing with love and compassion, um, especially towards others because, again, Mercury and Libra, um, so that's still our social circles, and when we realize that while we're pouring almost love into others, it will also return three folds back to us because of that Venusian energy. So it's really just us, you know, tapping into the law of attraction um, and not in the way of doing things for people so that you can get something in return from them. No, I don't mean like that. So get that out of your head. I mean in the way where, you know, let's say you have a friend who you haven't spoken to in a long time and let's say they call you out of the blue and you kind of look at the phone and you're like, hmm, well, do I answer this? And maybe you don't hesitate. Maybe you just answer the phone right away because you just remember all the good feelings that you had with this person. But if you do hesitate, you know, that's okay too. That's okay. But what if you don't hesitate? 
and you allow yourself to be vulnerable for a second and answer the phone just to hear what this old friend has to say. Allow your walls to come down. This is an interaction with another divine being. And so that means the universe is watching and potentially put this phone call in your path. And so if you answer it and allow yourself to be vulnerable, maybe they are there and asking you to hold space for them. Maybe they were there because they thought of you. Whatever it is, just showing up and you show that, the universe will do the same. Now, when I say this, I'm not saying just let anybody all up in your space. No, I'm not saying that either. But what I am saying is that you need to still be open to receiving. And that includes being open to receiving heart chakra healing. Okay? All this heart chakra and heart center stuff that we're feeling, all this pressure we're feeling, it's because we still have our walls up. If you don't have your walls up, you won't feel so much pressure. Pressure make diamonds and dust. And it can also make pipes bust open <laughs> and release a whole bunch of water. And you're not prepared to, to, to handle it because water is always predictable, unpredictable in its ways when it shows up. But if you allow yourself to be vulnerable with people, the good earth seeds and souls of this planet, and you know who they are because they're the same people you always linger to. That same feeling you always have with those random divine people, you know who they are. This is showing the universe that you are open to receiving. And so it comes back to you in the same highest, purest light form, straight from the heart center back to you. Okay. So this is a really big aspect, you guys. I know I talked a lot about that, but it's because it's a really big aspect. Now we also have Mercury square to Jupiter, Saturn and Pluto. And so what I'm seeing with this is that you could also be holding onto other kinships and beings that need us to make them feel secure, but we do not see this as a problem because they are feeding our ego because again, Venus in Leo, this is a very um, tricky dance with balance again, because Mercury is in Libra. So frustration is going to be a, a potential theme because you want to keep them around as you know, they are well-intended. But this is not always enough, you guys. It's not always enough. And, you know, we have to remember that communication issues uh, with other, you know, beings is always going to be there if we continue to show up in these ways that we're not meant to. So instead of holding on to this frustration and, um, you know, being passive aggressive now because Mercury in Libra, lots of passive aggressive petty petty ass things being said, very petty ass things being said, you need to speak up. And if that means, you know, just saying, you know what, I need to take space from you, then do that. But again, you don't need to be there for people in this way that you think that they need you. That's your ego talking and making yourself seem bigger than you possibly are. And I'm not saying that to say that you're not important. That's not what I'm saying. But you don't know what role you play in people's lives. So don't assume it. Okay? 
And sometimes we get really lost in our heads. And this is that Pisces, Neptune, oh, I'm the chosen one, you know, like Jesus energy. Like, nah, (laughs) that's not what this is. No, everybody has an important role. Everybody does. But you don't know which role you play in other people's lives. So don't try to assume it, okay? Stay in a lane and just mind your Ross and your business. That's all you have to do. It's not hard, okay? Now, what I'm also seeing in this uh, aspect is also communication issues with the mother figures and divine feminine archetypes in our lives, including ourselves. So again, this internal dialogue is really um, bothering us. And so we have a hard time expressing our compassion towards others and ourselves. And so we continue to allow these other connections to grow, the ones on the external I'm talking, um, as we are able to, um, so that our divine feminine energy can be poured into them. So instead of it, us applying the self to ourselves, we are giving it to others. And yes, it's beautiful because yes, we still want to be vulnerable. But if you're not being vulnerable with yourselves, meaning you're not holding space to yourself, meaning you're not, you know, honoring your boundaries, doing your self-care routines, you know, telling yourself you're too busy to do self-care routines, then you're doing too much. If you are too busy to take care of yourself for an hour a day, you are doing way too much, like way too much. And it's no wonder you're running on low battery and things aren't happening because you're not making time for yourself. So wake up. (laughs) Now, the reason why we don't want to do this work on ourselves is because we know that we are very frustrated you know, and so we start to release this frustration on other people. And this is because Mercury is opposite to Chiron. And so this is us telling ourselves, you know, I don't feel like facing my feelings. So I'll express them through interacting with others. Now, other aspects I really want to mention quickly about um, this new moon is that um, the other planets are still making similar aspects from being um, from where they were before. Um, which of course help with the themes I've mentioned already. So Neptune is still sextile to Jupiter and Pluto, which I absolutely love. And this allows us to focus on detoxing and cleansing our auras and physical bodies. And I'm not just talking just, oh, let me just put on some sage and play my little witchy playlist. No, which I'm talking a deep, 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 deep ass spiritual cleansing, okay? Put out all of your tools, all of your tools. Pull out all of your tricks because you're going to need all of them. And I say this for all of the super moons moving forward, okay? All of these moons, you're going to need to do this. Why are you holding on to all these tools that you have to help you cleanse yourself and be of a higher being? Why are you doing this? Oh, that's right. Because we want to avoid things because of these cancer placements that we have. No, we got to stop that. Stop that nonsense, okay? Now, as much as this is a new moon, it's going to bring a lot of topsy-turvy energy, which I did mention before. It's going to bring a lot of full moon energy because, again, it is a super moon and the moon is very close to us. Now, also, Virgo is in the 12th house, while Pisces, where Neptune is sitting in retrograde, is in the 6th house. So Virgo is is in the place where its sister sign is and vice versa. 
So everything's are the complete opposite of its usual home. And so, you know, spiritual and mental discomfort is going to be expected as we are feeling the pressure of these aspects. So be really easy on yourself, okay? You can talk sense into your dreams all you want, but don't talk them down, okay? And I say that again, you can talk all the sense you want into your dreams. You can apply as much emperor energy as you want into your dreams so that you can make them a reality, but do not talk them down. Do not talk them down. Don't pick them apart until they are just this skeleton. Okay. No, don't do that. Okay. We are still in the middle of five retrogrades and are about to enter the shadow phase of Pluto, which is about to go direct. And while we are currently in the shadow phase of that, Jupiter's direct motion just happened. And so we're still in that energy as well. So there is a lot of stuff going on. Now, my predictions for this um, super moon, super dark moon in Virgo, I'm seeing that people are feeling really extra sleepy and very drowsy. Um, These are the symptoms of the cosmic vaccination and so more aggression is expected because again mars retrograde um, as we wait patiently for ourselves to heal and be still while we do so okay vaccinations require you to be still in order for the syringe to go in smoothly but if you keep fidgeting your ross then you're gonna you know get hurt unintentionally so again be patient the things of this new moon will manifest by the solar eclipse in sagittarius Okay, after the three cycles of the dark supermoons, each wave is going to bring on new treasures to shore. And so greet them, dissect them carefully as a Virgo would, because that's the new moon Virgo energy, and be picky. Okay, no need to make a decision right away, like a Libra, because Mercury and Libra. Okay, and I'm also seeing um, a lot of soulmate connections and karmic cycles as well to do with relationships. So if you have some triggers of codependency, this could be something that's coming up again as well. Now, those who will be affected the most um, by the supermoon are those with sun, moon, and rising signs in Virgo, Libra, Pisces, Aries, or Capricorn. Okay, I'm also seeing that the supermoon is also going to bring a lot of a lot more extreme weather that we are having right now that is going to continue. Okay, lots of movements of the of the tectonic plates. So uh, earthquakes um, and also the poles while the earth continues to settle into this new energy. So the poles are also going to be moving as well. Um, The elements of earth and water especially are going to be playing up a lot at this time. So hurricanes, extreme rain coming in, um, lots of cloudy, cloudy, cloudy days, not much sun. Um, You know, I mentioned earthquakes before, but also potentially even like old ancient monuments becoming destroyed. So those could be things that might happen, unfortunately. Um, I'm also seeing more spiritualists popping up, which again is not a surprise. Um, More online scams are going to be happening within the community as well, unfortunately. So again, while you are being vulnerable, um, don't be blem, don't be stupid, like protect yourself still, like don't be all out here busting it wide open (laughs) and then giving yourself uh, become the target for somebody else. Don't, don't do that. Okay. So really be careful with that. Um, Heightened spirit activity as well. It's not that the veil is thinning. It's just that you're becoming more open and aware of spirit because of the transformation you're going through because death attracts death. 
And even ego deaths attract death itself. So yes, you might be feeling more watched or seen or whatever it is. And that's because you probably are. And it's probably your dead waiting for you. Okay, wrapping this up, moving into our next segment, the spirit gospel. All right, you are not in the void. You are just under construction. Okay, the collective's energy right now feels so freaking anxious right now. And it is, you know, it will most likely continue um, to be so as we move from Mercury season, aka Virgo season, into the element of air season, which is Libra. This is not a cute transition. This is going to be rough a little bit, like I said before. It's just not great, but it's okay because the upgrade is so worth it. Because as you know, Libra is Venetian energy, so all those blessings are coming in very, very soon. However, the truth is the things that you are stressing about and that we are stressing about as a whole are not even as deep as we have told ourselves and have gotten ourselves into them, okay? Your emotions are valid, yes, and you need to feel them through. However, you also need to stop feeding yourself poison, okay? There is a fine line between healing and just straight-up self-sabotage. So make sure you are allowing yourself to do healing and not self-sabotaging your situations, Okay, if you keep focusing on the fact that things are not moving, then things will continue to not move. If you feel as though things are not moving, it's because you're focusing on the wrong things. And that is because Virgo energy is all about being very nitpicky. But here you are missing the whole ass picture. When a child throws a tantrum, for example, okay, let's say a child throws a tantrum because they didn't get candy when they asked their mother for it or their parent for it at the store. Does the parent give them the candy? No, of course not, because that parent is responsible with years of experience and creator of child, and so is like, listen, child, I know it's best for you. I'm gonna let you just throw your little tantrum, but you ain't getting this candy. So see that the universe is the parent and creator of you, the child, and here you are bumasses complaining and whining and throwing a tantrum about candy you can't have right now. While your parent, aka the universe, is standing in line with a bag full of groceries, of blessings, just waiting for you to unpack and have and receive later. And you're, and you're out here throwing tantrum over local candy and, and, and nonsense. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. And so, why would the universe meet your demands? Okay? You can swim in your own depths, but know that the shores are warm and are waiting to welcome you as well, okay? So you can keep swinging your own depths, you can keep swinging your own sorrow, but just know that the shore is there and you can go there whenever you feel like it, okay? The cosmic vaccination is going to have you upgrade in so many ways after these supermoons, you can't even fathom what it will be like. You may think you have an idea, but the truth is, the abundance you're receiving now is just a small, small, small taste test of what is to come, okay? Vaccinations, again, are not, you know, painless. Sometimes there is pain and discomfort. I hate vaccinations. I hate needles. I, I hate them so much, personally. Um, they are uncomfortable. But these are the cycles of self that 
we need to be focusing on before eclipse season is here again. (laughs) Because when we had it, it was rough. It was very rough. But it doesn't have to be. You can be prepared. You can be ready. So it seems like it's far away. But Jupiter is a keeper of time and has been doing the most all year. Okay, I just want to remind you guys of that. So, okay, yes, eclipse season seems like it's a far time away. I told you guys that the eclipse starts on the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. Yeah, it seems far away, but it's really not. Jupiter has has been doing the absolute most this year. And that is why time has been so weird, because Jupiter is a keeper of time. And seeing that Jupiter is, you know, one of the ruling planets of Sagittarius, it is the sign where the next few eclipses will take place as this, as the moon's node is on this axis as well. So we have to be really paying attention to Jupiter. It's, it's, it's uh, placements and movements are very important, especially if you are a Pisces or Sagittarius because this planet rules your sign, okay? Now, if you keep messing again with the universe's plans for you, it will give you that half-assed, half-baked blessing just to shut you up and when you're done licking your lips and then you ask for more the universe is going to cackle and say to you you have to wait and then you're gonna have to wait longer because you didn't learn your lesson at all so (laughs) just be patient okay be patient because you're not ready right now to receive the blessings that are meant for you you're not otherwise you would have already have them don't you know that by now hello you're not ready it's not time yet there is still more preparation that has to be made you must first get over the symptoms from this cosmic vaccination okay so surrender to the idea that you are the only thing in this universe that knows what's best for you because you're not you need to humble your ego and let your ancestors and guides in a lot of your suffering would actually um, be a lot less if you actually spoke and communicated with your ancestors i don't want to see you 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 witches and little gremlins and everybody else out here, little humans out here, scrambling around during Halloween, Samhain, talking about, oh, I need to get my ancestral altar ready for the Sabbath. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Really? Not nah, witch. Nah, that's not how this is done. That's not how this is done. This spiritual stuff is not a holiday. It is 24 blood clad 7, 24 7, okay? So you need to be committed be committed. It doesn't have to be some big thing. I'm not saying go all in the way I'm going all in. That's not everyone's way of doing their spiritual practice. But find what works for you and be committed to it, goddammit, because as above, so below. If you can't be committed to your higher self and to your spiritual practice, it just ain't going, it's not going to work in your favor. It's just not. You're supposed to stay ready. Every day is Sabbath every day okay every day is sabbath so show up like that every single day all right 
So that is what I have to say about the spirit gospel. The ancestors just want you to know that they are here and they want you to communicate. And you guys are really just overcomplicating this idea so, so much. And you're making things so difficult. And that's why you're feeling so much pressure. And I share this in frustration because I also know that I've personally done this myself too. But you really have to get out of your own way sometimes. Like really, 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 really have to get your out of your own way. Okay, so... This supermoon and all this other stuff that's going on, this, this cosmic vaccination that we're all getting here at the Galactic, Hosp Galactic Hospital in the seventh dimension, it's, um, it's, in it's not cute. It's, not, it's a little intense, okay? It's like, it's like spiritual puberty. It's, it's, not, it's not fun. But once the symptoms kind of pass over, it's, it's all Gucci. And, and your aura is stronger and you are stronger and... And you've evolved in this way. And uh, it's it's actually for your well-being. It's for your well-being. Um, but you have to stay still to receive it. And it will be a quick, pain, painless thing if you are still enough. So create that stillness um, by honoring and holding space for your guides and your ancestors, okay? Just honor them a little bit. Light a candle. Speak to it. Give them thanks for a quick second. D do that on a weekly basis. One candle. Okay? If you smoke, offer them some smoke. If you, you know, whatever it is. But just communicate in some way and show that because all this pressure you're feeling, it doesn't have to be this difficult. It really doesn't have to be that difficult. But you need to treat every single day like the Sabbath as a true witch would. It's not just the grand right once a year. You have to do everything, every day, every moment of your being, being here, okay? Commit. And I don't mean, you know, again, being lavish, but just committing to yourself every day by standing in your truth and stop talking down your gifts, your intuitive gifts. Stop it. Your ancestors want you to receive them. Why are you making this so hard? Why? Do you enjoy this pain? Hmm? Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, I guess that's cute if it works for you, but clearly it's not. So figure it out. All right, figure it out. Samhain is coming. The veil is quote unquote fitting for those of y'all who are still asleep. <laughs> so um, I suggest you get uh, your ancestors um, a little bit of recognize and, and, and love and, and, and see how the things in your life turn. All right. You're welcome for that spirit gospel. Okay. Moving into our ancestral antidote. So we have a few things to talk about. And of course the top thing is going to be about talking to your dead. So again, giving offerings of the earth back to them because they are of the earth as well in some shape or form, whether they're buried or they were cremated or maybe they were tossed over the ocean, they are of the earth in some way. So giving flowers, you know, tobacco, food, um, whatever it is you want to do, music, anything of the earth that's physical, um, give that. And you, can, and you can create something with it, with other elements like air, such as the music. Okay, um, but also they want us to remember to uh, do a spiritual bath 
and a full on ritual. So like I was saying before, super intense spiritual cleansing is needed during these super new moons because it's dark moon energy. Okay. And so what does that mean? It means the abyss is looking at us potentially. So you can wink at it, but don't be swimming in there because I know y'all ain't ready for that. Okay. Don't be trying to conjure what you cannot banish. Don't do it to yourself. Don't. You're not, if you're, if you just don't. So do a spiritual bath, do a full on ritual. Okay. Do the bath for at least seven days straight to release that mustiness that you've been carrying. Cause it's musty. Sorry. They told me it's musty. So they need you to get rid of it. Okay. But also, um, some of us um, in the collective are also needing to do some physical cleansing as well. There is this need to um, go through um, our fridges and asking ourselves, what are we actually feeding ourselves and why are we feeding ourselves these things? So this includes um, adding more greens really into your diet, including uh, spinach, kale, and matcha green tea, which is absolutely amazing. And I can actually um, share some more about matcha green tea later with you guys. I think I will. Um, But also honey ginseng, um, working with the rose quartz for our heart centers, amethyst, carnelian, jasper, um, black tourmaline, um, wearing hats as well, or something in general just to protect the crown. Um, especially on the actual new moon day, just because it'll be a little bit easier for us to receive. Um, But also sound healing is still key in these movements as well. So work with these elements to help yourself as antidote from the ancestors. And yeah, that wraps up this week's brew, you guys. Um, I did not pull any cards for this new moon because I am going to be doing the Um, New Moon Scopes, which is where I pull cards to talk about what each um, sign is going to receive for the moon coming up. So check that out. It'll be posted on Instagram. So look out for that post and uh, look us up at Mystic Moon Medicine. And yeah, I thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.